what's up you guys it's chelsea xx and we are back with another episode review of the l word gen q and i gotta say this is a good one i enjoyed this one if i'm gonna pick favorites i'm gonna say episode one is still my favorite but this one is is a close second as well i like this one that pippa piscal <laughs> that pippa she's gonna send bed over the edge let's get into it Before we get into this podcast, I just want to give a big thank you to all the listeners out there that listen to my podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It doesn't matter which platform you listen to, you clicked on it and you listened to it, and I thank you for that. And since you're listening to this podcast, then I'm sure that you're an L Word fan, and if so, then that means we're part of the same tribe. So to my L Word family out there, what's up, you guys? What's going on? I just wanted to give you guys a big thanks, and... um. Just to stay tuned. We're going to be doing some more reviews. I'm, I got a bunch of shows that I'm watching now that I'm thinking about reviewing. So stay tuned for that. And, you know, let me know what kind of shows you guys are watching and if, if you would like to hear me review it. But so that's all I wanted to say, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get back to regular program. So this is episode four and the title of the episode is Lake House. And, um, we've seen a bunch of houses, but not one damn lake, so, <laughs> I don't understand the meaning of the title, but it is what it is, guys. So, as we left off last week, we knew that Danny's father was getting arrested. We didn't know what for at that moment in time. We knew he was just in some deep shit. He made Danny sign a bunch of paperwork, and we knew something was coming. So, this week, we got our answer, and Danny's father is getting arrested, and the charges he's getting charges he's getting is criminal conspiracy and fraud now i don't know what all that means or anything but it seems like danny's father is in some deep shit daddy warbucks is in trouble you guys so from there we pick up with maribel and micah they look like they were getting like a bite to eat or some coffee or something and danny's father calls him and tells him i guess that he hasn't heard from danny or something like that but as they're walking and chatting after the phone call Maribel said she's trying to set them up on a double date she has a date and she doesn't want to really go out with the guy so she invites Micah and we know Micah's kind of feeling Maribel and I wish he would just go ahead and tell her because I, I would like this little couple I like that I, I want to see them in a relationship so hopefully he'll muster up some confidence and tell her because that would be I think they would be cute together I really want to see that so from there we see Sophie and Finley and they're getting along and things like that and this episode I don't know I'm, I'm on the fence with Sophie like I like Sophie but she be doing stupid stuff just she asked so she asked Finley out for dinner and I'm kind of like what are you doing like why Sophie why leave Finley alone and I felt bad for Finley this episode as well but we'll get into that Finley and Shane and Alice too I felt bad for those three Finley Shane and Alice well, I felt bad for Angie, too, because Angie was pulling at my heartstrings, too. So, I just felt bad for everybody, got down it. I felt bad for everybody. But, so she asked Finley out to dinner. And you know that makes Finley, like, that gets her excited. Because Finley really wants to be with Sophie. She really wants to make it work. She didn't mean to do all the dumb stuff she did. But, in her eyes, it was all worth it because she thinks she's going to get Sophie. And, we all know how this is going to go, but... Oh, Lord. I feel so bad for the little toxic hearts. <laughs> I feel so bad for them. But 
from there we get Alice and Alice spent the night at bed so we know she broke up with Nat she doesn't want to do the whole polyamorous situation which we knew she didn't want to do we knew that wasn't gonna work out I don't even know why she tried it but she tried and it didn't work out so she spends the night at bed her Shane and Betty just sitting down talking and we see Bed and she's looking good you know and Alex and Shane are noticing that she's dressed up and she's talking about that Alice can stay as long as she wants. You know, she's going out to meet a couple of clients. So she has, she's doing, doing what she has to do. So Alice can stay how long, however long she wants. And Shane's like, is that why you're looking good? Cause you're about to go meet somebody. That's why you're looking like a million bucks. And she's like, oh, this? Acting like she didn't dress up, but come on, bitch. We know you about to go meet up with Pippa and we all know how you feel about Pippa from all that insane laughing and crying or whatever you was doing over that artwork. So we already know, like, that is about to be, like, swooning over Pippa. So she's going out to do that. Alice has to go kick her mother out of her house because her mother was staying at her house while she was staying with Nat. And now that that's over, she wants to go back home. So she's going to have to kick her mother out. So she goes to kick Lenore. Lenore is back. She goes to kick Lenore out. And Lenore is like... I'm not leaving. You need me. Like, you need me here while you're going through this breakup. And she was about to say, like, you said Nat was the closest thing you had to... And then, like, Alice cuts her off. And I thought she was going to say, like, Tasha. But after finding out what we find out later, which we're about to get to, I think she was about to say Dana. And I'm not really understanding. Y'all know how I feel about Alice and Nat. I really didn't like that relationship. I didn't like it at all. The chemistry wasn't really there for me. So I hope she wasn't about to say that that was the closest thing she had to Dana because if so, like the writers jacked that one up because I didn't see it. I don't know about you guys, but y'all gonna have to let me know. Did y'all see it? Because I've never been for their relationship from the beginning until they brought Gigi in because that was some hot stuff there. I liked that. (laughs) But other than that, I was not feeling the Nat and Alice together. So I'm kind of glad they broke up. I hope they do not get back together. I hope that's really over. But, um, so Alice goes into work, and from there, we see Micah comes to talk to Sophie, and he tells Sophie that he got a call from Danny's dad, and he's worried, and that Sophie should go and check on her and make sure she's okay, which I was kind of confused. I'm like, Micah, you're Danny's friend. So why don't you go and drive the 70 miles or however long it was, the seven, I don't know how many miles it was, but how many ever to get to Ohio and you go check on Danny because you're Danny's friend. But the reason that I came to, I think that he sent Sophie because he really wants Sophie and Danny to get back together. Because we remember in episode two, he told Danny if, you know, she wanted to forgive Sophie that it would be okay. So I think he wants them back together. I think that's the only reason he sent Sophie instead of going himself. But I don't know. I was kind of torn on that. I was like, what kind of friend are you? You're not going to go check on her. You didn't tell her about the Finley and Sophie thing. And now you're not going to go check on her. Okay, Micah, but whatever. So Sophie agrees to go and do that. So she's going to go and meet Danny and make sure she's okay. And Alice meets up with Tom at the show. And they're just chit-chatting about the chapters and diving in on all the chapters they revisited and one chapter that they haven't revisited is the Dana chapter and he wants Alice to dig deep and 
you know, just bring out the emotion and really tell how he she felt about Dana. I guess she really didn't. She probably just scratched the surface and wrote a little happy little chapter, tied it up with a little bow, and moved on because she doesn't want to go deep in the emotion. And I gotta tell you guys, this scene right here, this scene got me. Like it was hard to watch because one, Leisha Haley acted her ass off, and two, we know how the Alice and Dana relationship was. It was so good, and then to see how it ended with Dana dying, it was just, it was just sad, you guys. It was, it was too much. Just the love of your life. Can we just not do this? Really? What? Come on. What? Come on. I see her when my eyes are closed. But I also see her when my eyes are open. I can hear her laugh. I smell her smell. I, I can feel her. And I miss her so much sometimes. The emptiness is like. But there's nothing I can do about it because she's gone. And I do not want to dwell on the fact that she was taken from me and robbed of a life because of some fucking disease. Okay, I don't wanna do it, Tom, okay? Oh, you guys, that scene got me so bad. I was like, oh, oh my goodness. I feel so bad for Alice. I just want Alice to be happy. Get her somebody who can make her happy. Please, please, please. That right there, that just made me sad. It had me so bad. I'm like, damn, why they have to kill off Dana? Dana would have been, she would have been badass in GQ. But oh, whatever. I'm just saying, she would have been bad. She would have been so good. But whatever. Then we get Angie. Angie is still having a good relationship with her sister Kayla, which I like to see. I'm glad they're they're still talking and keeping in contact. So they're just walking around the park, you know talking about things they wanted to be when they grew up when they were little and what they used to always say and how they're all alike like their father and you know they're just talking and Kayla wants to tell Angie something about her father but she's scared to tell her but later on we find out that the father is sick and he needs a kidney now we don't find out that he needs a kidney this episode we find it in in the trailer for the next one but we know so we know he needs a kidney and Angie, we see Angie is struggling with her situation and and everything that's gone down. Because this is a lot to take in. One, you just found your sister and then you found out that your your donor is sick. You want to meet him, but you can't really do that until you're 18. But you found out he's sick, so you kind of want to do that if he's dying. So she goes and talks to Shane and, you know, just to get some advice on what she wants to do. Because she really wants to talk to somebody. Because this is a lot to take in. And it, especially at a young age. And there's so much going on. So she wants to talk to somebody. And she's scared to ask Bet. Which I really don't think she should be scared to ask Bet. I think Bet will do anything for Angie, really. So I think Bet will be open to it. Like, she'll probably struggle with it at first. But she'll be open to it, I think. And that's the same thing, like, Shane tells her. 
and she like tells her like should I meet my dad because he's dying should I meet him and Shane's kind of like you know if that's something you want to do then maybe you should look into it and uh, Angie asks Shane about her father and you know about her whole situation and we get to see Shane open up to Angie and tell her about the horrible freaking father that she had because if we remember from the original he was he was a douchebag he was something he gonna drop his dang son off let them make a bond then come pick his ass back up I don't forgot that dude's name but yeah he was a piece of work <laughs> but um Shane tells me like yeah I wanted to meet him and when I got old enough out of foster care I decided to meet him and then I regretted it because he made me see all the bad parts of me or something like that she tells Angie about how the bad she got all the bad parts from her father and those bad parts she didn't like and those bad parts made her leave someone she loved at the altar and we all know that that is Sarah Shahi who plays Carmen and we get a little call back to the original and she talks about how she left Carmen at the altar and how she regrets it I was like okay we might get Sarah Shahi back y'all you never know they might bring Carmen back they might you never know they might so you know Shane tells her that and then tells her like just talk to Bet and tell her you want to go see someone and Angie's like really struggling she's crying and everything she had me feeling bad I was like dang because I know that's a lot to take in so I hope that all works out and I hope she figures it out so we get Shane and Tess they're setting stuff up and you know getting ready so they're gonna have poker night karaoke night and game night so they're getting all this stuff ready for all that Shane gets a, a projector to project on the back and she wants to do it on the brick which it probably won't show up and Tess is trying to tell her like yeah you need like a white wall if you want to do that she's trying to help her out because Shane obviously is not tech savvy at all it looks like so she's trying to help her set that up but while she's trying to do that she gets a phone call and it's about her mother so now she has to drop everything and go to vegas and she tells shane she's going to vegas and she'll be back to help set everything up and you know shane's like what you can't go to vegas and come back in a day that's insane and she tells her like i, I do it all the time it's okay and shane thinks she's going out there just to have fun or do like you know just have a little trip so she tries to go with her because we all know shane is kind of feeling tense and I don't know, I'm still on the fence about their little relationship. But yeah, she's feeling Tess. So she's like, you know, I can just go with you. And we can make it, you know, like a job expense. And, you know, Tess has to tell her, like, I'm not going for fun. I'm going to see about my mother. Something's going on, so I have to go see. So she goes and hands with that. She tells her she'll be back. But later on, Shane got a text. And it was Tess telling her that she wasn't going to make it back in time to help her set everything up. And she was just apologizing for that so Shane decides to do something nice for her now that she knows that she's going to see her mother and now that she's not being able to come back like she said she was in time she knows something's like bad's probably happening so Shane just wants to make her day when she comes back so she goes to her house I think and she tries to set up the projector and poor Shane she thought she did it but she did not so Tess gets back and I think she has it like the projector set up in the back like in the garage like not the garage but the backyard coming in where she comes into the garage so she pulls in and Tessa's looking like what are you doing here and you know Shane just sits down and talks to her and Tess tells her like it's it's getting bad like she looks bad and she's crying and I felt bad for her too I was like god dog like the L word is hitting they're hitting a little hard and I kind of like it I like the drama in the you know intensity I like it not everything has to be 
all funny comedy and stuff like that. So I kind of like like it a little bit, but I hope they get some more little funny parts in here soon because it's getting she's getting heavy. So she's telling her how you know her mother looks bad and the dementia is getting bad and about all these things and Shane's just trying to console her and make her feel good. So. I guess she had, like, an old-school movie she liked or something to play on the projector. So she turns on the projector, and the the screen is flipped, so it's upside down. And she was just like, it worked, like, ten minutes ago. Hold on, let me fix it. So Tess is trying to help her fix it because she was proud of her for setting it up for it by herself, but she obviously didn't do it right. So they're trying to figure, fix it and figure it all out. And they get close, and Shane kisses Tess. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to see something happen. I don't know about it, but we're going to see. But Tess, like, pulls away, and Shane pulls away, and Shane's trying to apologize, and Tess says, I'm seeing someone. And I was like, damn, girl, how do you have time to see anybody? You've been running poker and doing all this, going back and forth with your mother. How you got time to be seeing somebody? But okay. And you could just see the disappointment on Shane's face. She was so let down, and she was just like, you don't, okay, it is what it is. You don't have to apologize. Everything's good. You don't have to explain. I'm sorry, I should have never kissed you. It is what it is. We're, we're okay. And I was like, damn, Shane. I kind of feel bad because you can see on her face, like, Shane really likes her. And I'm going to go ahead and bring it up because I watched the trailer. And the person that Tess is seeing is Sherry fucking Jaffe. Out of all the people. Like, Tess does not need to be with Sherry Jaffe. Sherry Jaffe was doing all sorts of drugs and toxic shit back in the day on fucking original. I was like, what the hell? Sherry Jaffe is who you got with? I mean, granted, she might have changed. She probably worked in the 12-step program herself, but Sherry Jaffe? Really? Really? Sherry fucking Jaffe, y'all? <laughs> y'all are wildin'. Sherry Jaffe is who y'all bringing in for Tess? <sighs> Sherry Jaffe? If y'all don't remember Sherry Jaffe, go back and watch. Go back and watch the original. And you'll see why I'm just like, Sherry fucking Jaffe. Okay, whatever. Didn't she have Shane, like, doing all sorts of drugs and shit? Having all types of parties while she was freaking married? Had a whole teenage kid or fucking a college kid? I don't even remember, but Sherry Jaffe? Okay, (laughs) y'all. Okay, whatever. So we get Sophie. She goes to check on Danny. And we see her knock on the door, ring the bell. She doesn't get an answer, so she's getting ready to leave. But as she's getting ready to leave, like, Danny's over on the balcony, like, mad. Like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here? I can't get no type of space. I go off and run off in the woods, and you still come running. I'm not trying to be found, so what are you doing here? And she just tells her, like, I'm coming to check on you. Everybody is worried Micah is your friend, but Micah don't want to come out here. I don't understand why he didn't come, but whatever. Micah sent me out here to check on you because nobody heard from you. Like, like we're just making sure you're okay. Like, why can't you see that? She's like, you never give me space. She's like, it's not space if you don't come back. That's avoidance, which is true. But I really, when once this episode started going, I was kind of happy because I do want them to talk their shit out. I want them to, like, really, like, seriously talk. Like, Danny needs to own up to the shit she did. Because Danny was not, like, without, just, like, she didn't just do nothing. Like, she kind of pushed Sophie to cheat. But Sophie made her own decision. But still, like, she didn't want to communicate. She always wanted space. Like, how the hell was you about to marry this girl? And you weren't even going to talk to her. Like, y- the communication was so off. 
So I kind of was like, okay, if they're going to have this little back and forth, I hope they actually like sit down and talk. And we kind of got a little bit of that, but not really, but kind of. We kind of was still lost by the end, but we kind of got there. So, you know, she asked her, like, now that I see you're okay, you say you're okay, can I at least come in and use the bathroom? So she lets her in, and Sophie's kind of like, dang, it sounds good in here, what you eating? And Danny was like, it's from that little takeout place that, you know, you always pass. So, you know, Danny's kind of keeping around the things that remind reminder of Sophie. And we see they sit down and talk. Danny calls Micah, so, you know, Micah will know that she's okay. And they sit, Sophie and Danny sit down, and they just have a little one-on-one and talk. And she kind of, like, asking her about the father, and in freaking Danny fashion, Danny doesn't want to talk about it. And she can see the disappointment on Sophie's face, like, okay, I really should have saw that coming. You don't want to talk, like, you don't want to talk about anything. But, you know, Danny's kind of like, I think it's, like, okay that I don't want to talk about my father possibly have done something like horrible like he's probably going to jail for doing something crazy and he knew it was coming so like I don't understand why you couldn't understand that I don't want to talk about that but Sophie reaches out to touches her then she pulls back because you know they're not together like they're not each other's person anymore or they really can't be there for each other in that way they shouldn't because of all this stuff that's going on but you know she asked her if she does she need anything and Danny's like, yeah, can you erase the last couple of months? Can we just take that all back? And Sophie's like, no, I can't take it back. But I'm always going to be here for you. I wish you would understand that. I wish you could see that. And Danny kind of looks in, looks in her face and, like, caresses her freaking face. And is like, I do. I know that. I know that's true. And then they kiss. And then they have sex. And I was like, what in the world? Like, really, Danny? This is what you're going to do? Like, you really just gonna sleep with Sophie for a distraction? I'm not gonna sit here and act like every lesbian couple doesn't do that. Like, everybody sleeps with their ex, but come on now. This is not the move. Y'all really just need to talk it out first and really get all the shit on the table, which I don't feel like they really did. They just, like, had sex and then talked and didn't figure anything out. But after their little sex time, Sophie... I mean, she's all the way in Ohio, so she has to call uh, Finley to let her know she's probably going to have to cancel, which she does. She cancels. She tells Finley that she's in Ohio, but she doesn't tell her that she's with Danny. She tells her that she's working, and I'm like, here you go with the lies. Like, just pick a side, Sophie, or just be by your damn self. But don't go back and forth, because you're just hurting both of them, and I don't want to see that. Like, I need her to choose. And like I said in my, like, first review, I said she's probably not going to choose. She's going to go back and forth. And by the end, she's probably just going to choose herself. Like, we really didn't get to see who she really chose. She hasn't chosen either. She's just bouncing back and forth. I feel like that's what she's going to do the whole rest of the season. And then at the end, we're going to get, like, her just saying, I don't want to choose. Or maybe she will choose. But I think she's going to choose herself. I think they're probably going to screw us in that way. But I'll be here to watch. So she tells tells Finley, and you can see Finley is, like, heartbroken. Finley went to get flowers. She went and got a suit, you guys. I felt so bad. I was like, damn. She really lied to her and was just like, and I'm like, Sophie, like, you don't care about her because you're lying. Like, just tell her the truth because y'all not really together. But she wants to go back and forth. She wants to be able to have her cake and eat it, too. So she lies to Finley and tells her she's working late trying to get a segment together for Alice so that's why she's in Ohio and I'm kind of like Finley 
does Finley not know that Danny has like a house out there in Ohio? Cause why? I would be like, I'd be putting two and two together. Like you out in Ohio, Danny's out in Ohio, so you probably seeing her. But I guess Finley doesn't know that. So she gives the sushi takeout that they're supposed to be eating to a homeless guy, and I was just like, damn. Damn, Finley, because she really wanted to have that date. She really wanted to get some stuff on the table and see if she could, like, be with Sophie, but we'll see on that. So she goes home. Sophie gets back in the bed with Danny. They have a little chit-chat, you know, just post-coitus talk, you know, just talking about dumb stuff, really. And then, like, Danny asks her, like, hey, who are you talking to? And keep in mind, you're not a good liar, so don't lie to me, which... If Danny wouldn't have said that, she probably would have lied to her anyway. Because it's just what Sophie is on right now. Sophie's on some bullshit. So she probably would have lied to her. But Danny told her not to lie. And they're not really together. Like, they're just, they're just, they don't know what they're doing. She don't know what she's doing with Finley. She really don't know what she's doing with Danny either. So she's like, well, you say don't lie. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. So she tells her it was Finley. And Danny kind of gets upset. She's kind of like pulling back from her. She's like, are y'all together now? And, you know, Sophie tells her like, I don't know what we are. And Danny's just like, I don't understand why you're not furious with her. Like, she ruined our wedding. She humiliated me. And Sophie's trying to take up her family. Like, she didn't mean to do that. And I don't mean to hurt you or continue to hurt you. But you told me it was over. So, like, what was I supposed to do? And is it over? And then the camera pans on Danny. And Danny doesn't answer. So, we know, like, everybody's so damn confused. And I wish they would just get this shit together already. Like, just pick who you're going to be with. Because everybody's trying to see if Danny's going to get with Gigi. Is she going to get with Bat? Like, what the fuck is happening there? That's what we need to be getting back to. Like, we can get back to the Sophie-Danny shit, like, closer to the end of the season. But Danny needs to have some fun. She don't need to go back into this freaking cheap-ass relationship. She needs to let that simmer a little bit and go have some fun and do her. Make Sophie jealous or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to see her do something, not go back to this because they still haven't been like truly like honest with each other i don't think and until that happens i really don't want to see them get back together that's just me being honest i don't want to see it yet but um we get micah and freaking maribel they went out on this date and it doesn't look like it went all that well for micah because we know micah is bad he really wants to be with maribel but you know, Maribel's kind of like, she doesn't see it yet. She's still just thinking they're just friends and things like this. So I don't think she really sees that Micah has a crush on her. So she's like asking her how she think the date went. How does he, uh, she think the date went for Micah and his dude that she set him up with? And he's kind of like, um, he kind of tells her like, I don't think I'm really into dudes. I don't think I'm gay. Like, I think I like women. And she's kind of like, oh, really? I didn't mean to offend you or anything like that. And he's like, no, no, no. You didn't offend me. Like, I'm just now really understanding and figuring it out for myself. So she's kind of like, do you want me to set you up on some dates with some girls? Like, I can do that for you. Like, you my friend. I'm going to hook you up with somebody if you want me to. And you can see that he wants to be like, yeah, you can do that. But, but like, if you're free, maybe we can do that. But before he gets to say that, like, I guess the dudes they were with was like, the, the lift's here, let's go. And she's kind of like, oh, okay, hold on. What were you about to say? And he had the moment to say it, and he did. And I was like, come on, Micah. She told you before, if you got something to say, then to say that shit. But he didn't do it. And I was so just, I was like, oh, just do it. Just tell her. Because I really want to see them together. I want to see Micah and Mirabel. I want to see where that goes. But he didn't say anything, so... He let her just drive off and didn't say how, like, didn't let her know how he felt. And I was just like, oh, why, Micah, why? 
Oh, so Micah goes home and Finley's at the house already because she got stood up by lying ass Sophie. <laughs> so Micah walks in and Finley's already sitting there. Just I don't know what she's doing. Probably just sitting around eating or something. But she's kind of like, hey, how'd your date go? And the date didn't go good because one, he didn't really like the dude and he really wants to tell Maribel how he feels, but he doesn't. He's kind of just like, it didn't go that well. And she's kind of like, yeah, that's how all my Tinder dates go or something like that. And he asked her, like, how the day go with Sophie? Did she like the flowers and everything? And she, Finley tells her, like, nah, she, we had to take a rain check. She's up in Ohio. And freaking Micah, freak, Micah talks too dang much. He know god dang well where Sophie was and that she probably wasn't going to make that god dang dinner. But he's doing what he does. And he's like, oh, I'm glad she told you the truth that she was in Ohio. I guess Danny was cool with seeing her. And then you could just see the, like, oh, the disappointment on Finley's face because now Finley is realizing that Sophie ain't shit. <laughs> like, you could just see her starting to realize that. And then you can see Micah seeing that she didn't know that, like, she didn't know all the information. She just knew she was in Ohio. She didn't know she had went to see Danny. And now it's all making sense. And Mike is just like, oh, I shouldn't never said anything. We're like, yeah, you shouldn't have. Matter of fact, you really shouldn't have. You should have went and saw Danny your damn self. But you sent Sophie. And now you're a part of this big ass mess. Because now you know that Finley wants Sophie. Sophie wants both. We don't really know what she wants. And it's just a whole big ass mess. And Mike was like, oh, I'm sorry. And Finley's like, not trying to hear that. She's like, I'm about to leave. I'm about to go out. And we see her freaking relapse, and she goes to, like, a liquor store. She's driving. We got to get Finley a car, y'all. <laughs> Finley, I thought she was going to be on a bike, but she was on an electric scooter. And I know I'm not the only one that when she was crossing the street on that scooter, I really got anxiety, and I thought she was about to get hit by a car. <laughs> I thought Finley was going to get hit by a car, you guys. I got so scared. But she didn't. She made it across the street, thank God. And we see her go, and unfortunately, she relapsed, and she goes and gets drunk I'm sure she goes into like a liquor store and she does what she does when she gets sad or in her emotions and her feelings she goes and she drinks and we know she said early in an earlier episode that she had stopped drinking she really got her stuff together and now Sophie driving people to be alcoholics and shit Sophie just oh she pissed me off this episode and I like Sophie I really do but she on some bullshit y'all and I don't like it and at the end of the night for Bet. We're gonna tie Bet and Pippa's shit up. So Bet goes to track down Pippa. She finds Pippa and Pippa's like out just out like in some deserted place. She doesn't want to be found so she's out in like the freaking valley of the mountains or whatever. She's out there by herself making her art and Bet rolls up on her and she's kind of like um, I know who you are but one might assume that I would want to be left alone. Like I don't sign my art I got a art studio away from the art world. Like, what are you doing here? And she's kind of like, I know you don't want to be found, but I really love your work and I want to work with you. And I came out here knowing all that, that I might get the door slammed in my face, but it'd all be worth it. And that's exactly what happened. She got the door slammed in her damn face. But like Bet, Bet's a trooper. She doesn't give up easily, especially with something she's very passionate about. So we see her just sit out there. And she sat out there the whole night. Like, it was daytime when she went. And it was night by the time Pippa came back out of her studio. And she sees a bed. And Bet's, like, telling her just 
how her work moved her when she was in college and how it broke her when she left the art world. And Pippa, like, kind of, you can see her guard coming down a little bit, and she lets her in the studio. And she, you see Bet just walking in and awe and just all the feelings that she had last episode when she saw that art piece that Pippa did. It was the same, like, emotion that was evoked in her. And she's like, Pippa's like, girl, you need some smelling sauce or what? Like, what's going on with you? And she was just like, no, like, I, like dinner would be good enough. And they go out to dinner. And I got to tell you, this scene, I like I like the little dynamic they got. Like, I really want to see where this goes. Because we see Bet like, they have dinner. And by the end of the dinner, Bet tries to make her pitch and tries to get her to sign with her. And just like the other dude that she was trying to sign, people was like, first off, the dude you work for is racist. He never thinks anybody is ready. He's a heck of rich. He wants to throw his money around. But for what? It'll be like selling our soul because we know this demand doesn't really care about us. And Betts tries to tell her, like, but we can use it for good. We can push all the black artists to the top. And we can have good work. We can do this. And she's just like, no. And she tells Beth that she's beautiful and things like this. And we know that makes Beth feel good because she really likes Pippa. And she's just like, like, come on, please sign with me. Like, she's doing everything. She's putting out everything on the table. And Pippa's just not feeling it. Pippa's like, no, because one, I'm not about to sell my soul. I left the art world because of that. I'm I'm not about to have no big machine behind me. Kind of like Big Pharma, but like the big, the big dogs of the art world who really don't give a shit about anything. And she's not feeling it. You're one of them now. Thank you for dinner. Please. Please. Don't touch me like this. Unless you come in home with me. But yeah, we see that Pippa let her know, like, hey, I don't trust you. I can't work with you, so I'm out. Bet grabs her. And Pippa tells her, like, hey, girl, don't touch me like that unless you're going home with me. And I'm like, goodness, okay. So instead of Bet going home with Pippa, which that's really what she wanted to do, but instead, because she's technically technically still in a relationship with Gigi, so she bounces over to Gigi, and they screw. And I'm like, wow, okay. So you're just going to use Gigi for some sex bet is that what we're doing because we really didn't even get to see them like reconcile what like their little situation that they had last episode so we're like okay she called her nobody to her daughter and we saw that didn't go over well but now they're back like okay with each other I guess I don't know but we'll see so by the end of the episode we get to see Danny and Sophie they're all on the balcony looking at stars and shit I'm just so over Sophie at this point and I'm kind of mad at Danny, too. I'm like, Danny, I know everything is hard for you right now. And you don't know what the hell's going on with your dad. And this feels familiar. But I just don't want them to get back together right now. If they get back together at the end after they don't really talk their stuff out, I'd be okay with it. But I really, I don't know. I really know how I feel about it right now. But Sophie's getting ready to leave. She tells Danny, like, I'm glad you're okay. If you ever need anything, let me know. Sophie goes to walk off and... 
Danny's just like, you know what? We dodged a bullet, you and me. Like, everything was hard, and it doesn't feel hard anymore. And Sophie's kind of, like, agreeing with what they're saying. Yeah, it doesn't. And to end it off, Danny's kind of like, you should stay. Like, you just stay the night. And you, you can see Sophie kind of, like, smiles, and it ends right there. We don't get to see what she says. And I'm just kind of like, wow. Okay. Like, they're really about to just go back and forth. Like, some people say this is their closure, but I don't think so. I really feel like they're just about to be bouncing back and forth, having a little open relationship until they figure everything out. And it's just, I don't know. I don't feel like this going to end well. But <laughs> we're going to see, you guys. Uh, like I said, next episode, I saw the trailer. And Sherry Jaffe is coming back. Like, what the hell? I really want to see how that's going to go down. And how Shane's gonna react to that because that's crazy like that's the last person Tess needs to be with like really oh my gosh I don't know well we're gonna see how that plays out next week I'll be back for a review and like always guys take care of yourself be kind to one another and I'll see you next time